Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years' experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. Wow, I'm so excited, you know, because just launched my new online program, Business Money Mastery, where it's targeted for business and entrepreneurs who really want to understand the nuts and bolts about how to make money, how to manage money, how to multiply money. So that's actually online, and I'm going to put a link to the show notes here in case you want to get it. Actually, link to that is a free ebook which has a number of strategies, I think around 40 strategies or more, on how you can actually increase the positive cash flow in your business. And in this podcast, I'm going to be breaking down all these terms that are related to cash flow are for you. So let's get started. This is episode 5.0 and I'm excited to share with you the topic of cash flow. So look, when you hear the topic cash flow, right, it means different things to different people. And I want to say fundamentally, uh, the word cash flow on its own is not entirely correct from a financial or emotional perspective, although most people use it loosely to just means money coming in, right? But effectively, there are different types of cash flow. And cash flow uh, has three different types, which is cash from operations. We call it the OCF. We have cash uh, from investing, which is called the ICF. And we have cash from financing, which is called the FCF. But before I go into all of this, let me just go back up a bit and say that actually there is different types of just cash flows. There's negative cash flow. When you are when you are using more money in your business and you're actually making, that's called negative cash flow. You are bleeding cash. And effectively, when you are making more money than you are losing, then that is called a positive cash flow. Because basically you are basically making money, right? You're making money. That, that's why I call making money, you know. You spend some money to make money. See, many people think, for example, that marketing is an expense. I see marketing as an investment because marketing is used to make money. So uh, in an operating cash flow, it's all about uh, the net cash flow from actually making money plus having to make some expenses to, to make that money. So let me break that down for you. You're a business owner and you've got a team of people and then you have to buy materials and you might have to pay some overheads. All these are cash outflows. And then you effectively then you make a product or you have a product, you buy it, you sell it, you know, you you middleman or you, or you provide a service and then you, you make sales and then that's actually cash inflow. Now, the big thing to understand here is that when you make the sale or when you make the purchase, that is not necessarily the cash flow. The cash flow is when you actually pay for it. So that's the big fundamental difference between uh, profit and cash. Yeah. So cash is only when the physical movement of cash leaving your bank account to pay for something that is a cash flow. However, profit uh, is when it's a basically a statement of all of the income and expenses, whether paid or not paid. But in accounting, we have something called the accrual concept, where we account for something if it's incurred. And incurred means it happened. Whether or not you're going to pay for it in advance, or whether or not, whether or not you're going to pay for it in installments, we're going to record the entire amount as an expense. So if you're a businessman, 
and you're selling goods and you're selling goods on credit, if you make a big sale, that goes down in your books as a sale. It's a sale and effectively what we'll do, we will credit sales and we will debit debtors. There's a bit of bookkeeping here, but effectively we will open up now a new account for some for the people who actually owe us the money or who are indebted to the business. These are called debtors. And when a person pays you, then there's a cash flow happening. So what you do, you clear down the debt or a portion of the debt and then you will record the amount of money that they're paying you uh, into the bank account. So effectively, that's when the cash is flowing. Yeah, that's just common sense, I guess. You know, there has to be a physical movement of cash flowing. So that's cash from uh, our operations, and then we go into cash from investing (ICF). Right now, fundamentally, the only reason you should buy an investment or you should invest in in in, in some kind of our equipment or asset or whatever it is you invest in another business is to make money. So the whole purpose of our investing, as I said, is that you will then get a gain or you will make a significant amount of money from it. So cash from investing now is where you then taking some money, potentially money you got from operations or even money you got from debt or money you got from um, shareholders, and you're then going to use that to buy equipments. And why you buy the equipments, as I said, I can't continue to reiterate this too much. The whole purpose of an asset is to make money because many people get it twisted. You don't fully understand the difference between an asset and a liability, you see? That's why, as Robert Kiyosaki said, your house which you live in is not an asset because your house doesn't make you income. Of course, as I said in my earlier podcast, I'm about equity and you can use the equity, you can leverage your money to make more money. It's a completely different topic altogether. From a business perspective, liabilities are things that takes money from you and assets are things that are meant to give you money. So that is really, to be honest, uh, the summary of uh, what is called uh, the investing cash with the ICF. So if when you start to make some money though, then that money that you make then goes into uh, the ICF section, i.e. the investment income. And a lot of big companies which I have worked for, you may know my profile right now, I've worked for insurance companies that I've worked in banking, they make their money from um, basically using money to make money, right? So basically what they do is that when you say an insurance, when you when you pay the premiums, they then put they take that premium that you pay them, um, and then they invest your money uh, onto different areas, right? Whether it's stock markets, whether it's uh, properties, you know, many different things that they invest the money, and then they get the investment income. By the time you're ready to pay a claim, then they already made some money on the money. Banks do the same thing. Banks lend your money out, and banks get something called NFI, which is net fee. Um, income right so they get money from income and they get nii net interest income when i actually work at hsbc man i was like wow you know this is this is interesting but even at hsbc at the highest level i'm talking about the pnl is really nii and nfi that's the big income that they actually get you know you might have, obviously have various products under that you know whether it's you know mortgage etc etc but the main on, on the pnl the big things on the pnl is nfi and nii and NII here is obviously net interest income. And again, that's for my lending out monies, right? And why am I telling you all that? I'm telling you all that because as a business owner, when you use your money, when you use your asset to make more money, that is going to become an, an investing cash flow. Yeah, so I'm just going to give you the user example to kind of bring it in there for you. Now, FCF. FCF is uh, quite important in business because many people don't have money to start a business. When you start a business, you borrow money. That is basically funding. You're funding it, and that's a, um, a financing cash flow. And that money might come from a bank, which is a debt, or it might come from a, a shareholder or someone who's an equity holder in your business, and that is effectively equity, you know. And you, if you put some money in the business called bootstrapping, 
you put some money into the business that is also equity and that is FCF that you're funding right but effectively you might then pay back the debt or you might even pay back uh, the shareholders a portion of what you actually um, well what they put in or you might even pay yourself back you know obviously with a small money you call it drawings when I was actually doing this properly uh, for myself and other clients I used something called director's account to, to put money in and out and actually save taxes it's different strategies here but I'm not going to go into that in great detail right now but effectively that's the three cash flow right now I know I've gone a bit fast there because effectively there are much more terms associated with the cash flow that I actually want to talk about yeah uh, right now right so I think we, we, we talk about um, the cash flow statement yeah let's talk about the cash flow forecast the cash flow forecast uh, is when you decide now okay you want to predict your cash flow and one of my modules in my online program actually is called uh, the prediction cash flow model or the cash flow prediction model it's actually a 10 point module where I break down um, every aspect of how you can then predict your cash flow from payables receivables income I, I investment income actually break it down in great detail even on, even on the taxes as well you know the operational expenses you know the capex so I break down all these things in my um, my module, which is online, as I said earlier, the business money um, masterclass program. So I encourage you to actually check it out. It's a, it's a, it's a very, very neat, uh, small amount um, of kind of investment you have to put in for massive returns and a lot of bonuses as well, right? So do check it out. So I think I mentioned a few of the main terms. We talk about the cash flow forecast. We talk, we talk about the cash flow position. The cash flow position is exactly how much money you have right now. That's kind of... I guess common sense right that's that's the cash flow position what's important in business I would say is to have a cash reserve you know have a, a nest pot whereby in case you know something is going to go belly up in your business like a, a recession or then something hits you know like a like a virus or something like that and then everything is locked down you know for a time as we've had it um, this year effectively you won't have enough money you can survive for a year I mean not normally we'll say six to twelve months now I probably say 12 to 18 months because this thing is actually going on for some time. So how are you going to have that? Well, clearly, what you need to do is when you're up and running, you need to make sure that you are actually reserving cash. You know, I remember the insurance company I was actually working in insurance. We had something called reserves. It wasn't really reserves per se as reserving cash. It was reserving to make sure that we put aside enough potential um, money, actually, yes, um, to pay out for claims, you know. So the whole concept of reserve and reserving, which I learned like 20 years ago, I'm actually saying in your business now, you should be doing what we call a reserve accountant. Reserve accountant that when you make profits, and I'll break down something for you called a free cash flow just now. When you make, and uh, not just profit, when you when you, when you you have free cash flow, what you do, you take a portion of the free cash flow and sell something called cash reserves, you know what I mean? It's in a cash account where you can put it in your cash reserve account, which can then obviously be going into something called cash and cash equivalent accounts. And let, let me talk about those. So again, cash and cash equivalent is like things like money market funds or things on deposit. I remember again when I was working in insurance, my first job in insurance, I was something called like, um, what, what was I called again? A treasury, a treasury manager, a cash and expenses accountant, cash management and expenses accountant. My first job in 2001, working on Venture Street, I was responsible for about 30 bank accounts, all different currencies, as well as I was responsible for 200, um, I think, million of investments. And I was 
how to reconcile them, how to also be responsible for the um, relationship with um, investment managers, banks, custodians as well. So here, my job was to really understand everything about the business money. Is the business money reconciled? I was also responsible for like things like payables, things like um, as I said, um, running weekly payroll or monthly payroll, as it might be. Everything in the business, I was actually responsible um, for that. So these are some fundamental things that in business you have to control. You have to control exactly how. Uh, your business is working right so i just want to encourage you that uh, in your business to really manage your cash flows and really make sure that, that your cash flows are under or under control then we have things that i think i talk about um, the cash flow statement as well uh, which is the, the different sections and then we have something called the accrual concept which i also talk about as well so i think i touched on some of the main concepts i hear already in this um short podcast but i hope uh, that you can then go away and make sure you manage uh, your cash flow and your cash balances uh, um, adequately. You want to really predict your cash flow because you want to really understand, okay, do I need money? When do I need money? When might I run out of money? That's so fundamental because if you run out of money, you run out of business, right? And also, if you know in advance how to um, fund your cash flows, then you may get a better interest rate. So here's the deal. The banks and the lenders are really interested in your cash flow statement because it shows whether your uses and sources of fund. If you're making a lot of money from operations, you're a healthy business. If you are making a lot of if, if your most of your inflows are coming from funding, then basically, I don't know, you're just getting money to try to you, you kind of almost going bankrupt. You probably almost like a, I don't know, like a blockbuster or, or one of the toys or us, basically. You get into the stage where you are going to go bankrupt and you just borrow money to pay debt. That is a bad place to be, even in personal life. Imagine having credit cards and then you have to borrow a loan to pay the monthly interest on the credit card or the monthly balance on the credit card. That is significantly wrong and should never happen in your business. So effectively, what the banks and stuff do or even the lenders do, they look at your cash flow statement alongside with your balance sheet and they really analyze exactly where, how you're making cash, how you're using cash. Here's the deal. Uh, your cash flow statement ties in directly with the balance sheet because obviously from operation perspective, you may not pay for all this stuff at, the, at right now, right? So when you, when you have an expense and you don't pay for it, that's basically a creditor. And then effectively at some point in time, you're then going to pay the creditor, right? And then therefore, well, what you will do then, you will then reduce the liability, which is obviously um, crediting. So liability is going to be a credit balance. You will debit the liability and then you credit the bank. There's some, some bookkeeping entries as well for those of you who are um, savvy with bookkeeping and numbers, etc. All I'm saying here, I'm going to repeat this again. All I'm saying here is that when you actually make, yeah, when when you have a, an expense, you have an expense, expense incurred but not actually paid for, you will set up a creditor account. Yeah, that person is somebody who you owe the liability. And therefore, at, at that point in time, there's no cash moving. And what happens then is that when you actually pay them, because they have a credit balance, you will debit their account to reduce that credit balance. You will then credit cash to reduce cash balance. All this is happening on the balance sheet. And even investing as well, when you then go and buy an investment, you would then credit the cash account, yes, and then you debit the investment account, which is an asset, yes. And financing again happens on the balance sheet. So most of the, the transactions that are happening on the cash flow statement, you can see the opposite side uh, on the balance sheet. So they're all happening in the balance sheet. And that's why uh, my previous podcast was on the balance sheet and the balance sheet and the cash flow statement ties in quite neatly. You know what I mean? You can link it back to the PL. I'll be covering the PL again in, in the next podcast. So I hope this kind of helped. And I've given you some really heavy topics here um, today about the cash flow statement. Um, I've spoken about cash flow and what it means. I've spoken about cash reserves. I've spoken about the cash position. I've spoken about positive and negative cash flow. 
and uh, also breaking down the different parts of the cash flow statement. Look, if you want any more details on this, do get in touch with me, um, Roy at rockmax.com. Um, obviously, uh, this is what I do. I have an accountancy firm and I help people to make more money, help to manage their money better as well. I'm also a specialist in investing as well. So if, if, you have, if you have money and you want to invest your money and you want to get the maximum returns in the money, do get in touch. If you have no money and you want to make money, you, you, you want to borrow money, get in touch as well. Yeah, And do remember my course. I'm going to put it in, in, in the show notes. And my course is called uh, Business Money Masterclass, where I, taught you, where I teach you everything with money. Also written a book as well, uh, which is called Money Management for Entrepreneurs and Business Owners, which are actually on Amazon as well. So if you um, want to get more insights into money management, then you can obviously get the book, which is called uh, Money Management for Entrepreneurs and Business Owners, or as I said, look in the show notes and then get the link to this uh, podcast and then hit that course. Inside the course as well, the first thing that you're going to get is actually a book which has, I think, almost 50 strategies on how to increase uh, your cash flow, your positive cash flow, which is the money coming into your operational side, right? So your operational side is where, as I said earlier, where you have all the money coming from sales and you pay you pay all your expenses and overheads. The net balance is obviously should be a positive balance. And I'm showing you in that book how to actually in, enhance your positive cash flow. So at least if, if you don't sign for the course, do get the book. It's a free ebook. I'm going to drop the link, as I said, as I said in the show notes. And hopefully you will get that as well. And look, cash is important because when you, when you run out of cash, you basically run out of business. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast and I look forward to speaking to you guys uh, very soon. Take care and look after your beautiful selves. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find out more about me by Googling my name, Royston Cumberbatch. I'm on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find me on YouTube as Roy Cumberbatch. And if you are listening on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button. Or you can find me on my website at www.rackmac.com. That's R-A-C-M-A-C-S dot com. It'd be great to hear from you. And do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes. Until next time, be good to yourself and others. Keep positive and reaching for your financial goals. Bye-bye.